Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Music and Beyond. I'm Ernie Crazy Eyes from Recall Productions. Today, I have a special guest, Bruce Daddies. How yo, going yo. What's going on, everybody? How are you doing, Ernie? I'm glad to be here. I'm, doing, I'm glad you're here, too, man. Like, uh, uh, you know, I followed you throughout high school and a little bit after high school, and we're here now. And, you know, I'm just happy that you're here. Appreciate that. Uh, one fond memory I have of you in high school. Uh, I'm not sure what grade we were in, but uh, we are going to lunch. Dude, you know the way lunch is in high school. Everybody's trying to get the fucking food quick. Everybody's trying to get to the good line, the Mexican line, the Italian line. Who knows, you know, what the world has to offer. Uh, but <laughs> we were fucking um, we're running into the uh, cafeteria, and then this chick, like, you're running, you're running in, and this chick is passing by you. And she's on her phone. She's texting somebody. Swear to God, dude, quote out of your mouth, which I will never forget. So thank you. Is who you texting? Better be me. And that was one of the coldest shit I've ever heard in my life. I swear to God. I was like, holy shit, dude. Crazy ass got the game. So thank you for that. I've used that. <laughs> dude, dude, honestly, it, I haven't changed. I haven't changed at all. Like, like tonight I could go to the bar and just be like, hey, girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. You got you got thrown on the table sometimes. Yeah, but but check this out for <laughs> Halloween, and th- this is gonna be a spoiler for for Halloween. But oh, so man. for Halloween, I'm gonna so I I bought a I bought a hot Cheeto T-shirt. Okay. And uh, you know, I have my music backpack. Um, so my in my backpack, I'm gonna buy like maybe 25 bags of the small hot Cheeto bags. And okay. for every picture, for every picture that I take with any like female and stuff, I'm gonna give them a free bag of hot Cheetos. Ooh! So not only do they get the honor of taking a picture with Ernie Crazy Eyes or Costa, but they also get a free bag of Cheetos. Yeah, for all my toxicas here in the valley, that's a double win in my book. Yep. Who knows? <laughs> uh, but well, I'm looking forward to seeing the pictures, my friend. Ah, uh, me too, man. <laughs> I'm excited to see what kind of women I need that night. <laughs> uh, but one thing I do like to ask, uh, you know, the musicians that I talk to and stuff is, um, where where do the where does your stage name come from? And like, you know, I was watching that podcast that you did with uh, with Mickey and uh, and uh, fuck, I forgot his name. Uh, Skunks, Eddie. Eddie Skunks. There you go. Yeah, Eddie Skunks. Yeah. Yeah, he's a very forgettable, forgettable guy. No big deal. Oh, no. <laughs> no, actually, dude, you, well, I'm going to get to that later, so I'm not even going to get ahead of myself. But, uh, yeah, where does, uh, where does the name Bruce Daddy's come from? Uh, I mean, honestly, like, so my first, uh, trying to think of the very first name. Very, my very first name was really cute, bro. Uh, it was Bloodshot was my name, um. And I just, like, at that time, I wasn't even, like, really writing songs. I was just, like, making beats or fucking around with virtual DJs. It was really rudimentary shit. Um, and then I just I changed it to Bruce Leo because I was young and stupid, and I thought it was, like, witty. And I thought it was cool. And then, like, reality set in, and it's like, there's probably, like, 40 other motherfuckers with that name out there. Maybe even more. So, um I decided to change it to Bruce Daddy's because it felt like it was something that was easy to remember, something that was easy to Google. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, there's no, there's no great significance to it. 
uh, I mean, originally Bruce Leo was like, just I was a fan of, of Bruce Lee and his movies oh, yeah, and stuff yeah, like course, that. Course. Uh, so, you know, like I said, I was young. like, oh, Bruce Leo, like, you know, that's cool. But, uh, but no, nah, Bruce Leo really sucks. That's a pretty shitty name. Uh, so I changed it to Bruce Daddy, which isn't the best name either. I don't think Bruce Daddy is like a really cool fucking name either. It's just, like I said, it's easy, it's easy to remember. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I could think of some marketing ways, T-shirt-wise, to promote Bruce Daddy's. Oh, ooh, I might hit you up for some of those ideas. Let me, let, oh, well, let's hear one. Let me hear one. Uh, well, again, I'm gonna bring that up when we, I get to that part. Okay, okay. I'm jump. Uh, now I'm jumping down here. And you know, <laughs> yeah. But uh, uh, I just like when I was listening to that podcast today um, that you had with Skunks and uh, and Nikki. Um, you know, I always wondered what the P stood for. I never knew it stood for penis. It's, uh, it does. It stands for many things in uh, penis. Uh, the main thing it stands for is undefeated. But there's <laughs> never one. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, oh. that's, what P, that's what the P stands for. <laughs> undefeated. <laughs> That's good shit, man. And uh, who inspired you to, you know, pick up the mic or, you know, like I know you do a lot of producing stuff there too. Um, so, you know, who inspired you to, you know, just be an all-around guy for, for the music industry? Um, I mean, I, I definitely had people in, in like that were part of my family, like my cousin and stuff like that that did music back in the day. Like, you know, I was like... Uh, fucking eight, nine, ten years old. It was like back in two thousand and stuff. Um my cousin was working actually with Big Tim and Pi Z at the time as well. Shout out to Big Tim and Pi Z. They were doing, they've been doing this thing for a long time. So that was the first time I ever met them was through my cousin. Like I said, I was a little kid, um so I wasn't like involved or anything, but like, I was I was around with it and I saw it and it was fucking different. Like it was always intriguing to me because it always looked uh intimidating because these were grown men you know, when I was young. <laughs> uh, but anyways, yeah, it just always seemed intimidating but fascinating at the same time. And um, I don't know, I just always love music, man. The music is cool as fuck. Uh, so, I mean, as far as being involved with the scene or anything like that, um, I mean, I've had, uh, I don't know how to say this. You know, I don't, I feel like, you know, I possibly don't have the best reputation in the scene. You know, it is what it is. I don't, uh, I feel like when I was younger, I used to be a lot more involved in the scene, you know, being in bands and doing shit like that. But as I've gotten older, I just, uh, just don't really care about the scene anymore, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I've I've seen you with with two with two bands, with two bands that you know I used to follow. Like, um, yeah, yeah, uh, the Blue Barn Band and uh, Audio Pluto. Dude, I actually, uh, I think I may have the Adios Pluto T-shirt still. I'm oh, not sure. Yeah, man. Because it was, faces, huh? Dude, that shit was faded as fuck when I first saw it. <laughs> when, the last time I saw it. So I ended up like mine. Yeah, may, maybe I threw mine out or maybe I didn't. Maybe it's still there. But yeah, dude, I had it for like at least till either I still have it or uh, or maybe I threw it out like sometime last year because I was making room for newer t-shirts. I know I still have mine, man. But to be honest, I think I was just I'll put on some weight because it doesn't even fit anymore. <laughs> Same, bro. I mean, I'm like at 220 right now, and I'm just like, fuck. I remember in high school, I used to, I used to weigh 150. Fifth of, 
bro. I don't even know where I'm at right now. I feel good, though. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't care about that. I feel all right. <laughs> Same, and that's why this is an audio podcast. <laughs> yes, sir. And so, uh, people, want to, people want to tune in and see your pretty eyes, man. You guys don't lie. Know. I promise <laughs> I wasn't looking at you. <laughs> and uh, I went ahead and I listened to that Spotify album that you have, Everything for Everything Is For You. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, man. What the hell, bro? Like, that is... That was beautiful, man. I, I, I was mind-blown, honestly. I was like, wow, like... You know, like, that's, really the that. that's the most beautiful thing I've ever heard somebody, you know, like, oh, wow. that's, a, that's a big, that's a big compliment there. <laughs> yeah, dude, uh, like, like, I don't really use Spotify and stuff, but one of these days, like, I'm just gonna, like, fucking put Spotify on and, uh, you know, like, make a playlist with, like, all the music that I have on my Apple Music, but I'm also, you know, gonna, um, you know, add, like, everything that I have so that I can listen to that album, too. For sure, man. So, I, like, it's that album, um, I guess, uh, I guess Apple Music doesn't accept, like, uh, classical music, supposedly. So, I went through my distribution service, and you can, like, pick your genre whenever you put the album out, like, whatever it's going to be. Uh, and, you know, of course, I was, like, an orchestral, classical type. So, I put orchestral and classical, and, um, since I selected classical as a genre, uh, Apple Music and iTunes, like, declined the album. <laughs> so, yeah, that's why it's not on Apple Music. I guess, yeah. But anyways, yeah, I appreciate that, man. It's, um, that, um, well, I mean, I'm naturally a fan of just orchestra music and, like, uh, movie soundtracks and classical music and stuff like that. Uh, and some of my beats has incorporated just, like, very, I mean, before that, some of my beats has um, incorporated just, like, little hints of, things like that, some violins and strings or like pizzicatos, you know, stuff like that. And then um Skunks uh, Eddie Skunks just randomly approached me one time like, Hey man, like you should do like a classical like a full album like that, like a full overshore classical album. And I was like, dude, that'd be kinda cool. So I ended up making it. Actually um I made that one so I started Zanzibar Land, like my most recent project in twenty twenty and I actually made the classical album uh, while I was making Dad's of Barland. I came up with like four projects while I was working on that, working on Dad's of Barland. Uh, that classical album, yeah, it was a, uh, it was a fun one, man. It was one of my, it's, it's honestly one of my favorites. It's probably one of the funnest ones, uh, one of the ones I had the most fun working on. Like literally it was a, uh, it was a blast working on that one. It was literally just me working on it by myself. <laughs> Dude, and you need a, you need a hit up uh Apple again because I'm literally on a classical. They literally have a classical uh, bar here, and I clicked on it and it shows like a lot of people. See, yeah, so I did the same thing, and there's a bunch of like classical shit on there. So I don't know what it is. That's my stuff. Maybe it's because I like I'm not a real classical. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not like fucking Mozart. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You know I don't know. That's, I have no clue, man. Your guess is as good as mine, but. Uh, I would really like that album on um, Apple Music. Yeah, I would love it. And honestly, uh, one I made that album on my pick- phone, bro. Yes, I made it on my iPhone. Oh, you made it on your iPhone? <laughs> yeah, the entire thing. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, dude, I made most of my music on my phone. Dude, that's great. You know what? I never yeah. thought about that. I never... 
I actually never thought anybody was ever going to tell me that, but that's that's hilarious, and I love it. It's I don't know, man. I'm just I'm a cheap ass. I'm not trying to buy a bunch of shit. <laughs> Same. <laughs> and uh, one of my one of my favorite albums that I that I listened to while I was you know preparing for this interview um, yep, is yep. This, huh? I said yep, yep. Is uh this shit isn't hip hop. And oh yeah, I mean, yeah, that's a, that's a different one. It, it just gave me like a, I don't know. It, it took me back to the nineties though, or early two thousand. Okay. okay, I like that. I like that. So that's um, I don't get a lot of comments on that one because that one is just so fucking weird, and <laughs> and not very listener friendly. I would say, you know, what I'm saying it's not like everybody can pick that one up and enjoy it. Um, it's very uh, very rough. I would say it's very rough. Not well constructed. The EQ kind of sucks on it, to be honest. But uh, maybe because I recorded all that shit back in like 2009, 2010, I had no idea what I was doing uh, when it came to like setting up how to record or anything like that. But yeah, that album is just like all guitars and just weird digital drums and shit, huh? Yeah, and uh, honestly, I I like it. Like, you know, I've caught myself, you know, listening to it, like you know, in a random time, and I'm just like, like, this shit is so good, like, people should listen to this. Yeah, there's some random, you know, moments in there, too, where there's some, there's some cool little, little things going on. Uh, excuse me. Um, you know, it's not my, it's not my best work or anything like that, but I don't know, uh, it's, 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 it's something, you know, I'm gonna say, like, it's, I put something down, and, and that's what it was, so it was cool, you know, that's what it was, so I put it out. Um, yeah. <laughs> we need a part that's two. Cool. That's cool. That, that's cool that you listen to that one. Part two. Part two would be cool. Uh, it's. It's. Uh, I don't know. It, it'd be hard to. I want to say hard to do, but that's definitely something I have to like sit down and really work, really work out and really perform well. So uh, that would be interesting. If okay, I'll put it this way: if there's, if there's going to be a part two, I would like to do it with my buddy. Uh, as fellow artist Melophilia, who also plays guitar and uh, he makes different type of music, but he's an amazing guitarist. And um, you know, I've jabbed together a few times in the studio and stuff. And uh, I feel like, yeah, if there was going to be a part two, he'd be the perfect candidate to to accompany me on that. Oh yeah, I can't wait for the continuation of <laughs> hip hop. <laughs> this is hip hop. Fuck yeah, dude. And, uh... Um, well, also, sometimes, you know, I was trying to primarily make hip-hop music, you know? Like, that was, oh, like, okay. my main thing. So, like, yeah. now I just, I've, I've kind of... I've stepped away from doing that shit. So that's why I was named that as well. Because I was mainly doing hip-hop. And, like, when I came out with that, like, it was definitely not hip-hop. So that's why I named it that. Uh, but now, I just make whatever. Just make whatever, so... So that's why, even looking yeah. back at it, it's kind of funny to me. Because it's like, man, I was, like, I was, that was me rapping. That was me, like you know, trying to be a rapper and do this and that, and uh, even name the album, like, oh, this isn't hip-hop, like, <laughs> looking, at, looking back at it now, it's funny to me, because it's like, dude, I just make whatever now. Dude, and you should honestly write more, more lyrics, because um, it's kind of funny that we bring that up right now, because we're about to get into some real deep music, and uh, dude, your fucking verse on Gumbo, dude, it cracks me up, like, 
like you, <laughs> like you and you and a fucking uh, uh, skunks. Like, dude, you guys fucking like you guys cracked cracked me up, dude. Like, like the vibe that you guys that you the the vibe that you and skunks have. Like, it's fucking hilarious. So I mean, a lot of uh, a lot of things going on in that one, man. Um, you know, even even separately from the song and the lyrics, like I wasn't even supposed to be on that song. <laughs> oh okay. shit! Uh, yeah, I randomly showed up in town, and um, they were they were getting together like at the studio, and they they invited. I believe Skunk was already going to be part of that session, and then since I was in town, they're like, "Hey, come out!" And um, we met up at an undisclosed location. We'll call it the X Lab, uh, Pisces Lab uh, Studio. Uh, so it was Pisces, Big Ten, Eddie Scones, OMC, and then myself. And then I showed up. And uh, I hang out with Big Ten and Pisces often, often enough. And I see Scones, like, all the time. Um, and OMC, yeah, I mean, OMC's OMC. I've known, we've both known that guy for a very long time. And actually, shout out to OMC. He's, um, he's been, like, a a mentor, you know, to me, um, ever since I started doing music, you know, ever since I started really, really putting stuff out there or really like taking an interest in performing and stuff like that. Uh, OMC sort of guided me in the right direction when it came to like, um, finding, uh, finding sound kits and things like that. So I could like make beats and produce some stuff. So shout out to OMC, man. He's, he's, uh, he's honestly a veteran in the game at this point. No, yeah, I mean, even, I, yeah, he's a really nice guy too, man. Even back in even back in high school, uh, he'd always be like, "Hey, here's my album, um, check it out." And uh, I had kept that album for a long time, but with moving or you know just life, I lost it. And uh, when I interviewed uh, when I interviewed uh, OMC uh, about a year or two ago. Um, he was like, here, man, you said that you really liked that album, so here you go. I downloaded yeah, it for man. you. And he gave me another copy. I was like, bro, fuck yeah. Yeah, OMC's he's a, he's a great guy, man. He's a great stand-up guy, a hard worker. Motherfucker hustle so much, man. I have a lot of respect for that gentleman. Oh, uh, yeah, shout out to the guy. The one-man click. Uh, anyway, yeah, I showed up to the studio with those guys. And uh, whenever you show up to the studio with Big Tim and Pisy, it's like, you know, either really going to be, like, working on some stuff and uh, having, or, like, having a really good time and kind of kicking back. But since, you know, we had the crowd that we had, uh, we decided to really um, put our heads down and, and get to work on some stuff. And a lot of people don't know this, but Big Tim and Pisces, man, those guys are shitheads, man. Those guys, like, they joke around. They're jokesters. <laughs> so, but, and, uh, so it was OC, man. I mean, basically, everybody that was there are pretty big shitheads, but actually, like, me and Skunks definitely like to one up each other and our shitheadness uh, when it comes to writing at least. Um, so I just feel like that was the perfect combination. It was a random, a random day, but a perfect combination to just write some really fun stuff. Uh, but I feel like you can hear it in the song, man. We're just, we're just fucking. You know, I'm not saying anything cool. Like, you know, I'm saying some dumb shit in that song. So we're just having a good time, man. And see, that's where my, uh, that's where my t-shirt idea comes from. Okay, let's uh, hear it. So you should, you know, get like a black T-shirt or whatever, because that's what I prefer. But you know, you could have it in different vari variations of color. Um, yeah. And then you should have a shirt that says, uh, "Who in this place wants some dick from Bruce Daddies?" <laughs> oh, I like that. 
And then, that and can then be uh, in the back. Motherfucker come at me or what? Uh, I think you said that right. Uh, let me see. I don't even know what I say in that song. To be honest with you, I got so like to, to remember my lyric. I got to start at the very beginning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know, man. I don't know my lyrics. I I I honestly I honestly love uh like those lyrics that you had brought in. I was like, what the hell? Like, you know, it was just you know something totally completely different and um. When I heard that, uh, when I went to go get a haircut from from Paisley, um, King Cuts, check it out, San Benito, Texas. It's on Time Houston, uh, next to McDonald's. Yeah. Um, uh, like I talked to him about that about that song, and then and then he was like, yeah, and then you know we talked about it, and I was like, dude, I need to hit up, uh, I need to hit up, uh, you know, Bruce and. But like you know, like I'm always posting like stupid stuff on the internet and like trying to be serious but funny at the same time. Kind of really doesn't work sometimes. So I was just like, nah, I need to fucking look ahead and you know just be all music and stuff. So that's why when you hit me up for the interview, I was like, fuck yeah, let's do this finally. Yeah, man, I had been uh, listening to your stuff and I was like, yo, yeah, I like, I like, uh, I like the questions you ask. You know, I like, I like the vibe that you've offered as well. Uh, I thought it'd be uh, it'd be great to be on here, man. I appreciate yeah, you. Yeah, man, and uh, I love that you came. And you know, like, like honestly, when when I heard the you you and the you and Skunks need to do some stuff together, man. Because damn, <laughs> we have a we have a project together for sure. Um, we just uh, like I said, we're cheap. We didn't we didn't buy any of the beats. They're all like fucking ripped from YouTube and stuff. Oh, okay. we, we, it's not on streaming services, but it's like on Bandcamp and stuff. I could send it to you. Um, yeah, please do. It's it's a little bit different than than the stuff that you heard on uh, on Gumbo, uh, but I think you like it. I think you know, I think you fuck with it. Oh yeah, man. And uh, you know, I noticed that uh, that like most of your music is like mostly beats and stuff. Um, yeah, do you yeah. sell those beats, and how do they? How can they contact you to buy those beats if they're for sale? So uh, I don't, I don't really sell beats. Like it's not really my thing. Sometimes like people hit me up, and like you know, depending on who they are or what their catalog is, like maybe I'll sell it to them. Um, but I'm not a fan of a lot of the rappers out there, so I, I don't want them rapping on my stuff. So, oh, okay. So, yeah, so I don't, I don't sell them my beats. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it is what it is. I so like I don't I don't care about like making money off of this or anything like that. I just do it for fun, man. <laughs> so oh, yeah, dude. It is flattering when people want like my beats and stuff like that. And um it's not like all the time or anything like that either. And like I said, like for the most part, um depending on who they are, like I'll either like sometimes I'll just give it to most of the time I'll just give it to them. But but yeah. I just I I'm not a fan of a lot of the rappers, so I don't I don't like them rapping on my stuff. Uh, but also I've I've like had bad experiences working with with other people, you know, trying to sell beats and you know they only pay for like half of the beat or they want to make a make a thing about paying for the beat. So like it's just like man, like it's just I rather just 
make the beat and put it out and have nobody on it. Like, I make it for myself, so I can listen to it, like, at work and shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the main goal for me. <laughs> oh, yeah, bro. And that's good that you listen to your own music, because, like, uh, like, put out what you want to hear, because, like, when I listen to my interviews, I'm like, hell yeah, that's what I want to hear, like, you yeah, know. Yeah, for sure, dude. Um, like, like, I mean, no, no. No, no disrespect to anybody that does interviews and stuff, but um, like sometimes I, I feel like the the interview is a little bit too radio for my hearing, so I'm just like, okay, fuck this, like you know, I want to you know <laughs> set a tone. If we're in person, let's drink a couple of beers and be stupid yeah, and yeah, kick back. Yeah, it's a hangout. It's a conversation for sure, man. And uh, who would you like to work with? Um, that I haven't yet? Yeah, that you haven't yet. Uh, I don't think anybody do. I think for the most part, I've worked with everybody I want to work with in the Valley, at least. Or, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, bro. Who, who, is, there, is there a collab you'd like to see? Well, who, who do you think I'd be cool, you know, good with? Oh. Honestly, I don't know. Uh, like the only, the only hip hop artists that I listen to are all in real deep music. So, <laughs> um, I, I mean, so like I've worked with Melophilia before. I'm not sure if you're familiar with Melophilia, uh, Josh Jackson, uh, from San Diego, Texas. Amazing artist. And I've worked with them before. So technically, like, I can't say, oh, I want to work with them. But, like, I'd like to do a complete album with them or a complete project with them. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Um, but as far as, like, anybody I haven't worked with yet, like, I don't think, I don't really think there's anybody. I mean, I don't know every single artist there, you know, to be honest with you. Maybe there's somebody that, you know, I could be crazy about that I haven't heard of yet. But, no, for the most part, I think I've, I've worked with everybody I want to work with. Oh, yeah, dude. And I'm glad you can say that because, like, you know, it's kind of like, you know, your thing went full circle, the music thing. For sure. I mean, it's just, I don't know, man. You would, uh, When I was young, I used to, I was like, I don't know, maybe you want to call it like ambition or anything like that. But I, I had really wanted to do something with the music, you know, fucking sell millions of records and do all this shit. Um and me and my cousin would perform around Seattle and stuff like that. And we started, like, performing at festivals and, like, started uh, started picking up. And then, like, after a while, it, like, it just got really weird. Like, not between me and him or anything like that, but just, like, the music. That, like, dealing with the business shit and showing up places and having to do, like, fucking weird shit. Not weird shit, but, like, <laughs> like deadlines and stuff <laughs> like that. No, nothing like that. Like, no, nothing like that. No weird level shit like that. Uh, that's like, I feel like that's fucking Lady Gaga type status, you know, we're nowhere, <laughs> we weren't near that shit, but, uh, yeah, I don't know, it was just, you know, I wasn't, I guess the, the deeper I got into it, the more I didn't like it, the more it felt like work, and the more um, I kind of just didn't want to do it, um, so, I mean, now I'm just like, gosh, just making music for fun, man. <laughs> You know, yeah, yeah, when I was young and ambitious, I wanted, yeah, like I said, I wanted all that shit, but, like, I'm older, man, um, I'm content, I'm pretty content with everything, so I just, I make music as, you know, a form of 
expression is just fun for me. So if people like it, that's really cool, man. And I really appreciate the people that listen. Uh, I think it's awesome that people could like find something that I made and like enjoy it if they do. Uh, but for the most part, I just make it for me because it's fun. <laughs> it's fun to make cool shit sometimes. And it's fun to be a fucking idiot sometimes. So, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's literally just a, it's a nice form of expression because that's just why I do it. If people like it, cool, man. Yeah, and you just dropped a Zanzibar land. I think I said it correctly. Yes, sir. Zanzibar land, September 12th. Uh, one of my favorites, well, there's three songs that, you know, I've been jamming out to, which okay. is Test Drive. Test Drive. Okay, Test Drive, yeah. Track four. Uh, yeah. Like, I'm, that's one of my favorite songs. And then Girls yeah. from California is another banger. And, so. uh... And peanut butter jelly, peanut butter yeah. grape jelly. Peanut butter grape that's jelly. Eddie Skunk made that beat. Shout out Eddie Skunk. Oh shit! Greasy motherfucker. <laughs> like that, this, that we, we shot the video before I even wrote the lyrics. Like, and then peanut butter grape jelly actually came from Skunk. Skunk's like, we we're there. He showed me the beat, dude. He he didn't even like. He wasn't going to use it for anything. He was going to, it was a throwaway beat. You know what I'm saying? Like he, he wasn't going to release it. He wasn't going to use it. He just happened to show me. He was like, Oh yeah, check this one out. You was fucking around. I was like, dude, what the fuck is this? And I, I just like, I fell in love with it. And at the time I was getting more into like house music and stuff. So I was, this was like back in, uh, like 2020, I think 2019, 2020. And, uh, I like to be a lot, dude. Um, so the next day we went we went out and shot some video just to the beat. I didn't even have like the lyrics written yet. And then I came back to uh to Austin. I drove back and on the way back I wrote it while driving. So I like I started writing like that now. So like a lot of times I'll just write, you know, I'll use my iPhone to write. But like I like going on drives, listening to the beat and then like coming up with the verse in my head and then I'll come back home and like record it. And so when I like travel back and forth it's usually when I get a lot of the writing done. Yeah, and I mean it's the most pe- it's the like the more the most peaceful way that you could find lyrics, in my opinion. Yeah, for sure. They kind of just uh, write themselves sometimes. Oh, but uh, yeah. when I was there at Chuck's place, he was like, he randomly threw out the word, the name like or the, the lyrics "peanut butter grape jelly." I was like, bro, I'm gonna throw that in. Oh no no. He randomly threw out "skewed up on her naked belly," and I was like, oh, I'm gonna throw that into the song. And then that's literally that was those like the first lyrics written, and then I went I wrote everything else. So that's what Peter Butter Grape Jelly came from. Came from Stephen on her naked belly. Hell no. Yeah. See, I'm telling you, you guys are fucking so weird together, but it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, dude, it just works. That's everybody in the nasty crew: Zella Mata, Big Flares, Marcuso, um, Nasty Weekend. Man, we're just a bunch of shitheads. For me, it's concert. You know, the the more active on socials and stuff like that, so you see more of us as anything. Yeah, and if any, if you guys haven't heard the album Zanzibar, Lance, check it out. Bruce Daddy's on on all streaming platforms. It's a it's an amazing album. Very poppy. And, uh, what's up? Very poppy, singy songy. Huh. Yeah. And uh, what's Very next good. for Bruce Daddy's? Uh, I don't know, man. To be honest with you, fucking, uh, no clue. I think I might just chill out. 
watch some movies, maybe read some books, play some video games, and then get back to more music. Whenever I, like, work really hard on, on an album, like, I, I cut out a lot of shit sometimes. So, like, video games, I cut out. Or, like, sometimes movie marathons, I cut out. I'm really into movies and stuff like that and literature. Uh, so when I'm working on music, I'll just, like, focus mainly on music and try to cut some shit out. So now that I got Zanzibar, like I said, dude, I've been working on Zanzibar since, like, 2020. It's been, like, two years that I've been working on it. And I came out with four other projects, like, while I was working on it. Um, so it's time to just enjoy some shit for Brucey. To be honest, you can go, go check out some movies, read some books, fucking play some new video games or some old video games. Uh, and I'm going to be, like, working on shit on the side. To be honest with you, I already have, like, 40 songs <laughs> that I've made since I put out some Zazzy Barland. But they're, they're different. They're kind of all over the place. I have one that's like, uh, I have another classical song and I have another one that's like classical with lyrics, uh, piano and me singing and stuff like that. And then I have like some more house stuff. And then I have, um, some more like alternative hip hop stuff. But I actually said to my friend Ash Mars, who was featured on Zazzy Barland. Uh, cause I really want to work with her more, uh, I want to start working with her a little bit more. That's basically it, dude. I'm just kind of fucking chilling, man. Smoking weed. You know, fucking hoes, watching movies. You know how it goes, baby. <laughs> and where's where's Ashmar's from? Uh, she's from South Texas. I'm not going to disclose the exact place, you know, because... Well, no, yeah, no, but... So no, she's from here, from the Valley? She's from the Valley, yeah. She's, uh... She's not really... Like, she's not a performing artist or anything like that. She teaches just for fun. Um, oh okay, yeah she's yeah she's not trying to like fucking make it big or anything like that do her any, you know do any interviews or anything like that she's real uh, she's real low key man she just likes to sing sometimes and I was actually really honored to have her on on the song because um, I've known her for a very long time man uh, over a decade and fucking um, she's she's just been real cool man she's real cool she's very talented as you can tell you know if you heard the album. Uh, it was just really cool that she was like open enough to be vulnerable and actually present herself on the album, and for the first time ever on anything, you know, on, on any song ever, that's the first time she's ever been on. So. Oh wow! Uh, okay. She, yeah. Shout out to Ash Mars, man. Really talented young lady, and I'm, I'm, I just love the fact that she she just likes to do it for fun, man. I think that's so yeah, cool. Yeah. Yeah, and I asked that because, uh, like, I've never seen the name or anything, and. You know, I see Ash Mars like when I'm playing the song, and then, and then, uh, like I hear her voice, and then the song's over, and I play it again. I'm like, where the hell has this boy, where the hell has this voice been hiding? Like, you know, like what the hell? Yeah, it was uh, some of my some of my other artist friends, or like Eddie Skunks, Eddie Skunks knows who she is as well, and known her for over a decade as well. So when he heard it, he was like, "What the fuck?" Like, he was blown away. Like, he didn't he didn't think that. Um, he said that she sounded very mature, and I was like, dude, she does. Like, she sounded like she's been, like, doing it for a minute. But also her voice had just a, a certain sound to it, a certain maturity to it. And uh, we're both really big fans of her. Um, so like I said, I, I hope to really work with her some more in the future. I, I actually have already sent her some stuff that, like, she uh, hopes we could write to and record to. So we'll see if anything like that comes out. Um, to be honest, man, I think, like the other, the only other musicians or artists I work well with are the ones that are just doing it for fun, dude. Like I can't, I can't fucking deal with these people that are like, oh, let's meet up. Well, I got the vision, and 
That shit corny as fuck to me. Like, I don't like that, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and you know what? Like, I don't uh, like that at all. Then that's what I noticed about Paisley because, like, I, like, yeah, he performs and stuff. Um, but, uh, like, I had a birthday party in March, and, you know, I was thinking, I was here thinking, like, man, like, I go get my haircut from him, like, all the time. And he's always sponsoring me and stuff when it comes to my podcast. Um, so why don't I just have like Paisley, you know, perform at my party and, you know, like I'll throw him a couple of dollars so, you know, I could show the love back and, you know, he performed at the party and, you know, he fucking killed it. And, you know, that was like one of the biggest turnouts that Hollywood Bar had since my last birthday party. Big Tim and Paisy, man. A lot of people don't know. A lot of people don't know those guys are like literally fucking like valley legends. Um, seriously, man, selling thousands and thousands of physical copies, thousands and thousands of CDs out the trunks of the car, dude. Like opening for like fucking Snoop Dogg and just uh, Ludacris, like random artists, dude. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, and th- this was back in the early 2000s, back when like Snoop Dogg was like super popping, back when Luda, Luda was like popping, rollout was you know was out and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like. Before Fast and the Furious. Before the fucking internet, too. Before the internet was, True. like, a thing. That's crazy to me, dude. These guys are fucking doing that. That's, that's like, that's legit to me. Like, nowadays, dude, I just fucking... I can make a song right now and then upload it to fucking my distribution service. And, like, tomorrow it'll be online. And uh, it's, that's so fucking weird to me that, like, back in the day, people... I mean, I think it's beautiful, too, but, like, it's crazy that back in the day people were, like, putting this shit on physical TVs on thousands of physical CDs going out and physically selling it, like literally handing it to the people they are going to listen to it. Like there for cash, boom, 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 cash, cash, cash. Like it's just, the game's changed, man. That's so wild to me. And that's how long these guys have been doing it. So I'm saying is these guys have been um, doing it for such a long time. And uh, they just love to do it. They love, they love to have fun, which is why I think that, uh, after so many years, like like I said, when I was young and, you know, like nine, ten years old, watching them do it with my cousin, it's just so crazy to be able to, because they're still doing music, and now that I'm an adult, you know, from 31 years old, and, that, and I'm able to go hang out with them and still make music and shit like that. Like, I think that's the coolest fucking thing ever. So, yeah, the Valley Legends. Yeah, man, for sure. Big Ten Pisces. And uh, I like to end did you know? Interview. Did you know that that uh, MC Pi Z stands for Monschingon Pierre the Thirteenth? <laughs> what? The- <laughs> Swear to God, bro! Ask him. Ask him when you're getting faded up next time. <laughs> Ask him, Monschingon Pierre the Thirteenth. MC Pi Z. You're gonna have to text me that because <laughs> I will, dude. I will. Ask him. He's gonna be like, "How'd you find out my real name?" Ask him. <laughs> yeah, oh, fuck. That's <laughs> great. <laughs> and uh, I like to end every uh, every interview with, uh, with a fun question. Um, oh, let's hear it. So uh, if you were stuck with... If you were stuck in an elevator with any musician, dead or alive, who would it be and what would you talk about? Uh, that's a good one. That's a really good one. Um... I'd probably be stuck with, you know, and it, people that, like, really, really know me probably be like, oh, that's fucking typical. But uh, there's a guitarist out there. His name is Omar Rodriguez Lopez. Um, look him up, man. He's a guitarist for the Mars Volta. He was a guitarist for uh, At The Drive-In. 
He has probably like over sixty fucking solo albums. Um, that's probably why I talk to. He's just an interesting character. He's into many. He's like he's into things I'm into: cinema, uh, literature, history, you know, music, theories, just random shit like that. Uh, so I'd definitely probably be you know stuck in the elevator with him. That or Amy Winehouse or something like that. Bitch is bad, bro. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> but that's Amy Winehouse would be second. But first, it'll be Omar Rodriguez Lopez. Oh, yeah. And I've heard a couple of Mars Volta songs, and I saw it. I think they're going back on tour, right? Yeah, bro. I'm not a fan of their latest album, to be honest with you. So, like, they advertised their, their, their latest album with, like, I think two or three singles. I didn't like them. It was the first album in, like, over 12 years or some shit. I didn't like the singles, bro. And then I saw that they were going on tour. And then the tickets were like maybe like seventy bucks, and the nearest show to me was in Dallas, so I was gonna have to like go out to Dallas, find a place to stay, and do all that. And then I was yeah, like, yeah. I, was, I, I don't even fucking like these songs. Like, why am I gonna go do that? <laughs> so then uh, I I didn't get tickets. But now I'm finding out that they're only playing like two songs off the fucking new album, and playing some real fucking jams and like newer oh. versions of them. Yeah. So I mean, fucking sucks to be me, huh? No. <laughs> yeah. I'm, no, I'm, I'm joking. No, I mean, anything, like, I'm sure it's a great show. I'm sure I would have had a great time, but I'm not bummed. I'm missing it. Like, uh, I think it's really cool that, you know, they're they're back on tour. Like I said, I'm not a big fan of the new album, but hey, man, it's really cool to see them back together and uh, and doing their thing. Hell yeah. And oh, I'm excited to go see P.O.D. in December. They're going to be... Oh, hell yeah. I'm piercing on dicks. I like P.O.D. Piercing on dicks. Oh, no. <laughs> No, I'm almost out of POD, bro. Fucking, youth. I remember Youth of the Nation back in the day. First day of the rest of my life. Uh, Dude, last was day of the rest of Fucking, that was a dope song, bro. Uh, youth of the Nation. Satellite was a fucking jam. POD, Dude, I was an underrated band. That last year, I went to their 20 year anniversary for Sat- for the Satellite album. That's fucking badass. Satellite. That's a dope song. Yeah. Uh, I, I think last year, I I want to go see uh, Fall Rob Zombie, fucking Mudvayne, Static X, and Power Man at 5000. How do you like that lineup, buddy? Yeah, dude, was badass. Dude, I thought hell yeah, but not Mudvayne. Mudvayne, dude, that was like the third time I've seen them, man. They're fucking badass, dude. They always put on an amazing show. This time dude. around, they wore all the makeup. Yeah, yeah, they this better. The first time I saw them with the makeup. Every other time I've seen them, they wore, like, just regular-ass shit. Still a great show, but the makeup really took it to another new level. It was cool. I liked yeah. it. I, I met... I met Static X was dope. I thought oh, Static you X... Met Static? I, I, met, I saw Static X when... Uh, when they were performing... What year was it? 2019. Okay, did they have uh, the new fucking singer... Was yeah, they did. The they did. Yeah, okay, because Wayne Static fucking died. Dude, I was going to go to that show. And then he died? <laughs> and he... <laughs> Dude, he was supposed to have a show like a few days before he died. Here, here in the valley. Damn. Oh, like, it, 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 that one song, and it probably, it probably sounds like I'm shitting on him, but I'm a big Wayne Static fan. Like, fucking Wayne Static was dope, dude. I'm a big Static X fan. Um... Yeah, dude, it was sad news when he fucking croaked. Uh, but, dude, but so, 
after he fucking dies, the band continued to like to be Static X, and what they did was found a bunch of his old fucking vocal recordings that he had stashed away, and like made new songs around it, and then they got a new lead singer that like is a zombie Wayne Static, like legit. He uh, he wears like a zombie fucking Wayne Static mask, and his hair is all crazy. We saw them like so he's supposed to be like a fake fucking Wayne Static. I think that's wicked, dude. That's that's gnarly as shit. Yeah, that's actually. Yeah, that, that's good. Dude, so imagine if I died and then, like, Eddie Skunks found somebody that's going to be, like, a zombie Bruce Daddy and they came out with, like, shit that I didn't really feel. <laughs> Bruce Zombie? Bruce. Bru- oh, dude. You should yeah. make a, next year you should make a Halloween, uh, Halloween album, Bruce Zombies. No, I'm waiting for, the, for my collaboration with Rob Zombie. To make an album oh, called. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm not even. I'm not even a Rob Zombie fan, bro. He doesn't suck or anything like that. I just don't really like his shit. Legit, yeah. he headlined. He headlined the show, and me and my brother were like, "Hey, let's just leave after uh, <laughs> what the fuck was it? Dragula? Let's leave after Dragula. Just fucking around, you know, just being a fucking idiot." Uh, he ended up playing Dragula last, so we stayed for his entire show. <laughs> Oh no! Yeah, <laughs> got him. <laughs> yeah, it was. But he puts on an amazing show, bro. He had like a fucking giant devil thing, like on stage, and then like fake snow. It was actually a really cool. Bunch of porno noises, hentai playing in the background. It was cool, man. It was a really cool show. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it I, I did. Won't I make did. me listen to him, but it was cool. <laughs> but yeah, I did. I did meet a uh, Chad Gray and uh, the farewell. The the farewell tour, I guess. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, when Vinnie Paul died, they did the the mem- memorial fucking uh, like tour. Uh, and I was lucky enough. I met a uh, Vinnie Paul in 2017 at one of my first. Actually, my first interview. Actually, and, yeah, yeah, I've seen the pictures. Yeah, so I was just like, "Fuck!" Like, I guess I do belong here. Oh, what's your favorite Hell Yeah song? Oh, uh, fuck. I think it's got to be... Fuck. Uh, that, that's a tough one because when I get drunk, which is mostly like all the time... <laughs> it's, uh, you get you get emotional and listen to thank you? Thank oh, you. Dude, yeah. Dude, and actually, and, and actually uh, I go to karaoke every Thursday when I can uh, and I sing alcohol in ass. Dude, that's probably my favorite. That's probably my favorite. Hell yeah! So alcohol and ass is so good, dude. <laughs> yeah, but uh, good song. But but the first song I ever heard was "You Wouldn't Know," so I probably have to say "You Wouldn't Know." That's a damn good song too. Hell yeah! And then man, Drink, man, Drank, Drunk is a banger. Okay. Uh, where do you do karaoke at? Where's karaoke going on at, buddy? At the Hollywood Bar. Okay. Some people uh really throw down there on on the mic. Yeah, normally it's uh normally it's like Mexican and country and stuff, but I go there sometimes I play some depressing shit. Hell yeah. Um, sometimes I sing some depressing shit and then sometimes I sing oh, all the time I sing alcohol and ass. That's badass. Put you know, pour another drink in my glass. <laughs> as long as it's not in my ass. <laughs> 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 no, but uh where 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 can we find you uh social media wise? Uh, you can find me on fucking Instagram. Uh, you can search Bruce Daddies or my handle is at 
Leo underscore XLF. Um, you can find me on Facebook and shit too, but like I'm hardly on Facebook. I'm mainly active on Instagram. I'm on Twitter too at Listen to Bruce, but I hardly fuck with Twitter. Uh, so I'm mainly just on Instagram. So yeah, look me up Instagram. You can find Bruce Daddy shit on YouTube also. I'm not super active on YouTube. Um, mainly active on Instagram, yeah. So just follow me on IG if you want, man. I post dick pics three times a week. Uh, <laughs> I'm joking. No dick pics. If you want, yeah. you know, tell me, you know, you guys, you guys out there listening in the world, tell me what you want. Bruce dick pics three times a week. Let me know. Follow me on IG. Send me a message. <laughs> I mean, you were you were saying on the on the Mickey Gonzalez podcast that you're gonna send dick pics, bro. So I'm ready. <laughs> I'm not ready to go, dude. I just shaved. I shaved my balls. Shaved my oh, no. <laughs> I shaved my taint like two days ago. So I mean, ladies, gentlemen, for the right price, you oh, can get the, this sausage and eggs in your DMs. <laughs> oh, no. uh, but I want to thank you so much for you know joining me today and uh, um, check him out everybody um, listen to the music it's fucking great and remember everybody that without music life would be a mistake yeah